Alright, we're good. Alright, welcome to Lindley Podcast! I'm a- I'm real content, I'm actually kinda happy with it. I didn't think I'd end up where I am this week. <laughs> How about oh you guys? Did you guys, no. have, did you guys think it was gonna turn out this way? Cause, uh, I'm nope. a little surprised. You know, I did think they would turn out this way. A bit. <laughs> Look, what I, and what I mean by a bit, I'm definitely talking about Cloud Nine. I mean, like, I, I'll, give, I'll tell you the truth. I felt it had happening. <laughs> Sooner or later, it was gonna happen. You they do this every time. You, you felt it. You felt it just kind of slipping from your fingers, but they they barely managed to grab it back up and hold that first place. Was I mean, mine. I almost had it. It was almost. right there. No, no, the first place part, no. Then we the COG? No. The, the, that right down just like, damn, we about, I was like, damn, we lost the COG, huh? Oh, man. <laughs> I was like, since we're going to lose the COG, that means we're not losing any other game. That, that, that's what it meant. I'm just I'm just mad TSM couldn't couldn't win that one game against EG. Goddamn. That would have given me At least Amon had a nice little uptick there. Yeah, he did. Yeah. All right, all right. Before we talk about some of the games this week, uh, Finals is apparently going to the Los Angeles Greek Theater. Uh, it's not going to have an audience, but uh, I think the players are going to be going there to play on stage. Uh, I'm excited to like actually see uh, play in a st- some place that isn't the internet again. <laughs> yeah. The slow creep back to normalcy is like... Uh, reassuring, I guess. I don't know. It still feels like I mean, we'll never get there. Yeah, I'm not gonna lie. We're not gonna get there for a long while, but mm-hmm. yeah. But at least we can have lands again. Well, in limited well, capacities. Very. I'm 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 not sure if this is gonna be for the match beforehand or the 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 third second place match, the losers finals. But I th- it'll definitely be for the finals match. It might be for the whole weekend. I didn't read. I the think it might be for the whole weekend. It's also apparently sponsored by Grubhub. I mean, it makes sense. Mm-hmm. Does it? <laughs> yes. <laughs> I mean, it's just a sponsor, but like, do- does it really make that much sense? <laughs> I mean, we got sponsored by Honda and Bud Light somehow, so yeah. Honda, Bud Light, Buffalo Wild Wings. I don't know how okay I am with the Bud Light sponsorship, but whatever. Yeah, look, you somehow got it, so... That's Why wouldn't you be okay with it? I don't know, something about advertising booze on a T for Teen game. Yeah, I mean, yeah. We, like, we let children play and watch the NFL. We don't let children in the NFL, but we let kids play football. Are we they don't sponsored think football... by Bud Light? They have a yes. lot of alcohol ads, oh, my guy. Mm-hmm. But no, in, no, no, in, yeah. the, in the stadium, though. The I don't think no, like yes. the broadcast is sponsored by Bud Light, are they? No, no I don't know, are. but like they no, no, run no. ads on TV. No, no, guy. They are, like, no, they are. No, 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 no. They're, they're sponsored I don't know if they're sponsored Bud by Bud Light in particular, but I know that like alcohol is for, like not uncommonly advertised at sporting yeah, events on and on sport and on sporting event broadcasts. So yeah. like, I don't think it's that weird. You know, it's like I yeah, it's a T fourteen game, but. There's laws that say the audience you're advertising to has to fit above this uh, demographic age that's or something. Right. I believe it does. Yeah, but there are a lot of people who watch League of Legends who are over 21 or 18 in Europe. So, like, mm-hmm. it's not that weird. 
Also, it's 16 in a lot of places in Europe. Yeah, it's actually, yeah. Europe is like... I don't... I don't know. Europe is a weird Europe doesn't place. exist. <laughs> Europe doesn't exist. Europe is just I, I a think bigger that would part be of nice. the Atlantic Ocean. I think, I think you mean Australia, but anyways. No, Australia is the only place that exists. No, it would be nice if Europe didn't exist so live? that you don't have to think about G2 every now and again. I think, I live? I, think again. I live in uh, a branch of Australia. Look, I, I, I live to see G2 fail. That's all I'm saying. Yeah, I live point. to watch them go to finals and get clapped just as hard as they clapped Team Liquid because, oh, is that satisfying? <laughs> they won't, and somehow they'll do it with something. Look, uh, I, I don't, I don't want to say I'll eat anything if G2 wins Worlds at some point because, like, 40 years from now, it might just come up and I'll be like, I don't want to eat this anymore. <laughs> Imagine League being relevant 40 years from now. What the fuck? If League is still relevant 40 years from now? Shit. Maybe I'll, I should have maybe, maybe grinded for that diamond. Maybe I should have grinded for that diamond account. <laughs> mm -hmm. <laughs> Gotta get that Season 3 diamond logo to put on your account as you're in Bronze 2 in 2048. <laughs> I'm like, yeah, Sonny. Back in my Sunny day. Platinum was the top rank. <laughs> I remember back in my day, we only had three bands. All right, Grandpa, oh, it's God. okay. <laughs> oh, three bands. <laughs> back when fucking first pick was worth it. Now first pick yeah. is a fucking crucifixion. Oh my God, yeah. you're just there to get screwed by your team. Oh. Yeah. Everybody's there yeah. to fuck with you. It's like, I lock in. The, the fucking Kog'Maw. Everybody locks in fucking assassins and some Dude. shit. I gotta set a support down here. It's just like, oh god, what do I do with this? <laughs> Alright, let's talk about this week's games a little bit before we start talking about playoffs. So, uh... So, nobody called the CLG versus C9 turnover, but, um, it happened. Mm -hmm. And then 24 hours <laughs> later, um... CLG lose to Golden Guardians. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Was anybody ready for that? Yeah. So Matt was ready for it, apparently. Matt. I just ready for the league to not make any fucking sense every once yeah. in a while. Yeah. What? I, I'm, it I'm happened every week. Every yeah, week. I'm here with every once in a while is once or twice yeah. a week. Mm -hmm. Look, I'm here with Matt. The moment that Sven put up that put up that tweet of it's time to end, I knew I'm like Cloud Nine's gonna do something. Here we go. Which one is it? Is it the, the loss of COG? <laughs> is it going to be the loss of TSM? Is it that we're just going to do some crazy-ass pick, like pick the Yasuo and somehow win for no goddamn reason? And yeah, it turned out to be all three of those. So, so what I want to know is why, why the fuck are we playing Syndra ever? This seems awful to me. I mean... On paper, it sounds great. Oh yeah, it's into it's mm -hmm. into Tristana and uh, Lucian, but um, yeah, Tristana and Lucian like didn't die. <laughs> Lucian died yeah. once the whole game. He's supposed to get killed at level six for free. Like what the fuck? Yeah, you would think, right? Yeah. On paper, it makes like you you shouldn't be allowed to play the game. Mm-hmm. On the other hand, we just well, they just failed. Yeah, that that that's that's all I can summon up to. 
they just failed as well player as a team. Um, they threw the game plan away. I feel like yeah. this this game kind of exemplifies the problem I see with Cloud9, and that's where their top jungle and mid lane basically have no idea what the fuck they're doing together. Like, sometimes they'll make it work out, but, like, I, like in this case, Blabber just seemed absolutely lost. Fudge couldn't make anything happen because he's Fudge and he can't ever make anything happen for some reason. Uh, and Perks has been as lackluster as usual. Also, he built fucking Everfrost on Syndra. That doesn't seem yeah. that good. No. Mm -mm. Like, he, he builds mana stacking on this champion, and I, I'm just wondering, why the fuck are we stacking mana? Like, you don't... You don't need this much mana, and then he then he botches his build order by picking up a needlessly large rod and a fucking uh what's this called a seeker's arm guard. Now I'm not exactly sure what might have happened. He might have got one. He might have like died, grabbed the large rod because he can't complete Zonya's, and then just gone out for the last fight. But regardless, botching your build order like that is awful. Oh, he also had fucking uh like what are they called? Ionians. What? Like what is Ionians? this build? What is this build? I don't understand this build. Mm. Yes. That's interesting. It, it, I don't really get the cooldown reduction. I mean, it's... Uh, if you're looking at who he's playing against, like the Nidalee, the Lucian, the Tristana, right? The boots don't necessarily matter as much. Like, you don't necessarily need the Sork shoes. But getting the Ionians is a little bit weird because your cooldowns are pretty low. Uh, later on into the late game, you could have taken maybe something a bit more defensive if you wanted to, like maybe do Merc Treads or something, but the Ionians themselves are weird. And I appreciate that's just the wrong choice. Again. It, it, it's cooldown stacking on a champion with not that long a cooldown, on, especially if you can hit level 16 on your ultimate. It's like... Under six, I, uh, it might actually be over sixty seconds. But with your normal shit, it's somewhere yeah. around sixty seconds. And if you need to ult more than sixty, more than faster than sixty seconds, uh, I don't know what's happening in your game. But you're in some bronze trash game where every fight is always happening. Yeah, because you should not have that opportunity every sixty seconds. That that just shouldn't happen. Even Ninja Tabbies would have been a fine one. Like, uh, you mean plated steel caps? Yeah, deal caps. Yeah, beginner. <laughs> I yeah, I can agree that it would be pretty okay into this comp. Yeah, but I think I think the pen's just better because, mm. like, look at Tristana. Yeah, Tristana doesn't have a an, a lick of MR on her build path, so you're just gonna get a free kill on Tristana, mm. and the the pen's just that much more effective. Like, I don't understand why we're building Everfrost here. Like, like the, this, the, the build is is absolutely abysmal for the entire the enemy team comp. Like, it doesn't help her do anything. Maybe it helps her fight Aurelia, but she's not supposed to fight Aurelia. Oh, she's supposed to be like, uh, let me throw an E and walk away. <laughs> Aurelia has dove on to me. I'm either dead or using my E to get away from all of that. Also... Not standing in the minion wave. <laughs> yeah. Your well, own minion wave. The minion wave, you have to stand out of her Q range from the minion wave. You can't just stand on your minion wave or stand uh, like a little bit behind it. You gotta, it's so dumb. I, I've, her, her engage range is absurd. If there's like one low melee minion at the front, she can just dash from like behind her casters onto you with our stuff it's ridiculous i love it it's so much fun either this way is, this is why finn is good <laughs> uh 
yeah, you know, any other boots choice would have been nice. Oh, um, yeah. Also questioning, why the full tank Hecarim? Oh, it's just meta. Wait, yeah. Did no, you actually no. build? This has got to be bugged because it has. It shows me him having redemption, which is not right. <coughs> whoa, whoa, whoa. Well, we hope it's not right. <laughs> All right, try, try to check it. Well, try, we hope it's try not. To go to Game of Legends. Yeah, open the VOD. Yeah, that's what um, I'm doing. Never went to Game of Legends. So we're talking about... Doesn't uh, look like he's built one. Yeah, I don't think so. There's no, no way you would build this on Hecarim. It's like absolutely yeah. ending. Mm-hmm. I just... Uh, Clown Iris COG. So, so this is just what you build on Hecarim these days? Because your goal is basically to cause as much havoc on the backline while your carries do damage on top? Because yeah, popping a carry wait, isn't really feasible when wait. your carries are Lucian, Aurelia, and uh, Tristana. Did did he actually build that? He he actually did build the redemption. Oh. oh my god! Did he? Oh did he god. not? Did he troll build it or did he build it? I I, I don't know. I I think this. <laughs> let me see. Okay, let, let me let me just go back a little. How further. long did he have that item for? <laughs> yeah, I, I'm about to I'm about to find out. Oh my god. Oh, Did he fat finger? No, 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 wait, wait. He must have gotten it, like, maybe... Oh, it might be 25, 25 minutes? No, no. How long did he have it? I, I try to find it. Like, holy shit! Oh, wait, hang on. I, I can go to builds. This might not tell me. No, I think he bought it either, like, at he the has very... He has it at 32 yeah, minutes yeah, in yeah, the game. Yeah, in the game's 32. Yeah, he bought it at the end. Okay, yeah. good, okay. Um... Ooh. So, so yeah, besides that, it, like, it just doesn't make any fucking sense. I don't know. I, I, I feel like this is heavily on perks, to be honest. Like, perks has been really underperforming for me, and I just... It, going into playoffs, the, the deficiency I see in, in this team are really worrisome to me. Yeah, they are. I can't deny that they are. Like they they won the next two games and they beat Dignitas rather convincingly, but I I just worry I I just worry, Matt how how you feeling about this uh, C nine this weekend? Uh oh, Uh-oh. shouldn't have lost the CLG, but also fuck it they said they were entering. What else do you expect? True. Second that, but I I think they they can find a way to come back. From this. I I feel I feel. Uh, yeah, yeah. I think they're gonna probably not actively grief in playoffs. So, well, hopefully, anyway. So, what what do we think about CLG going? Like, I, we'll probably actually revisit this when we get closer to the summer split. But going into summer, what do you think that they need to do during this break? They've got like I think two, maybe three months from now until the start of summer split. I don't remember when it starts. Uh, there's well, a month gap between the end of playoffs and uh, fucking. MSI. Then. MSI. Yeah, that's, yeah, that's I, gonna I be just wild. noticed that. Um, yeah, that's gonna be wild. But so, so what? what CLG, yeah, go, go. Oh, so what? CLG has well, first, the whole restructuring in all seriousness of of not the team, but of their management, really, their coaching staff, and not like there are problems inside of CLG that just they need to fix immediately. Like the whole like bench and pole belter and all that stuff. Like, I 
I, I think that, that that revolution kind of already happened. I think that's why we saw Pobelter come back in and them have that kind of resurgence there. But they uh, needed to do more of that, though. Like, yeah, I, yeah. yeah, I definitely think they need to cement whatever these changes are that they've been implementing. But I, I feel like if we, you were to restart this, uh, this split, like, f- containing the last, like, three weeks, uh, well, the ba- that means the back half, uh, yeah. CLG would probably make playoffs. Yeah, they, they might have. They might have. So... I I think that Pobelter might have a larger voice after watching CLG shit the bed for three weeks without him. And then he comes back and is basically beating 80% of the mid laners in the league like he like he's been doing this for his whole life because he kind of has been. Yeah. Like I, I think that Pobelter's kind of becoming the, the like Pobelter and Wild Turtle are becoming the stars of this team. And they're kind of going back into that uh lane care well wild turtles going back to that lane star star player carry role that he played back when he played for tsm and mm-hmm. pole belter's kind of evolving out of the role player that he once was because you give that man lucian he just kills three people like out of nowhere that man's lucian yeah. is scary mm-hmm. i should be so yeah focus on yeah. focus on your management and your coaching staff for clg that's that's yeah. what i got all right the, the players that they're I feel as if the players are fine. In all seriousness, well, they're they all just... veteran talent, and they don't like. I don't. I'm not seeing major deficiencies with them to the to what I'm expecting of them. Like I am with with Cloud Nine players. Yeah, yeah. I mean, uh, then again, two of those players just came to the team. Look, anyway. all, all I'm saying is, it didn't cost eleven million dollars to get Poe Belter. True. <laughs> <laughs> True. Also, it just feels like uh, many of the players who we thought were going to be weak points like smoothie has actually been playing decently compared to how he was playing over the last two splits uh broxa has actually been making plays which has been nice to see um that was one of his uh biggest problems when he was on tl everyone kind of uh saw him kind of coasting with the uh strong laners there not really being a catalyst just kind of um being at his uh being at objectives and stuff and serving his role as a jungler instead of being an active jungler. At this at least this time, he's been performing, he's been making plays, he's been a catalyst for CLG, and you know, he's he's been doing good. He's been doing good. Alright. So at the beginning of the split, we had our power rankings. Dion was not a part of this. Uh and I did not prep the graphic. But uh the big disparity between uh, our power rankings and uh, reality was basically uh, TSM got like f- uh, fourth, fifth for us, uh, and they finished second. Uh, and Dignitas was dead last at nine points. <laughs> and now they're, what are they, fourth? I don't remember. Yeah, we kind of no, dropped that fifth. Dignitas ball. <laughs> so. Mm-hmm. Also, CL- well, I- I'd say CLG moved a lot, but they didn't really move a lot. But they're they're at, like we would all definitely put them higher than where we have them now, except for maybe Haymont. No, they beat C9. Haymont's gonna put him at number one. <laughs> not right. again. You're not wrong. You're right. Okay. So, so I want to know if you really want it to not be again, Haymont, then stop making these calls. <laughs> Never. 
I want to know is why do you think we got Dignitas so wrong? Um, probably impressions of the players right off the bat. Uh, everyone didn't really expect, like we knew Afro Moo was performing on the roster he was on previously. Um, but we didn't expect him to really change this roster. We didn't know what to think of Neo. We already kind of had our preconceptions of what Dardock is or was previously. Um, I think the only difference is that uh, on this roster, he gets more of uh, his say. He's able to actually uh, talk with the players and talk with the coaching staff because there isn't really that uh, expectation of him to like fit into a team. He's kind of actually leading in this role, which is something that he never really got to do before. Um, I think that's helped him immensely with working with Dignitas and working with Aphromoo and working with, uh, of course, you know, Fake Gods, Ligo, and uh, were previously from 100 Thieves. They There weren't that much expectations from them coming into here, but they have been performing a bit uh, better than expected. You know, it's just uh, some of the headstrong I would say the headstrong personality from Dardox actually serving a good purpose here and the fact that he's able to actually lead this roster from what we've been hearing. Uh, I, I think Dardox has really been the, the, the largest standout on this team. Uh, he, he started off the split with that run of playing a bunch of unique champions uh, and just kind of really dominating. Uh, that meme really died out towards the end and they, they still kept winning on like normal shit. Uh, to, <laughs> I wish he he had gone for the full eighteen out of eighteen, but hey, when Uder's up, you gotta well, lock it in, man. Well, as much as we want that, you all knew the inevitability. Why well, was nice? It would have been cool. It was inevitable. Yeah, you can't resist the Udir in this meta, man. It, even though, he, even though Udir fell to red side twice this weekend, and I think he lost one of them in a T. I think TSM won that game against GG where they had Udir. It was oh my god. Yeah, that's what it looks like when Udir's useless because he built tank and can't do anything. Yeah. So, um, the the other players that I think have kind of really stood out from where they previously were are definitely Fake God, Saligo, and Neo. Because we've seen these guys show up in the LCS before as substitutes or, like, temporary players. Uh, Neo was Asta in the past. Yeah. Uh, so, like, we kind of have a preconceived notion about who they are. Like, I think we saw Fake God play a lot. Um, like, a lot more than than these other ones. And I, I kind of really didn't see a lot out of him. But, I, like, watching him this split, he's been really pretty decent. Uh, maybe maybe top half. I don't want to fully commit myself to saying that. And Neo has actually been a really standout AD carry. I haven't, like, uh, Soligo hasn't really caught my eye too much. But his stats definitely are a little bit uh, above where I think uh, I would have expected them to be. Yeah. Just, like, fake guy. I'm... I'm I'm happy for him. Like he worked like the way he's been playing and all that. Like it's well, what it makes me happy because I mean, NA talent. Woo, yeah. <laughs> We're just, like, what look, a meme. No such thing. <laughs> look, it exists. It's real, but still, just the way he plays. It's very nice. Mm-hmm. Go, even like going up against the likes of like. Pat, Hooney. Yeah, and others like him. Jafari. But yeah. Yeah, th- that NA aspect is... Uh, 
as poorly yeah. memed on as it was, is by their uh, social media team, uh, given their position on the import rule. Uh, <laughs> it's yeah, definitely... No. It's definitely uh, kind of cool to see a bunch of uh, NA talent come up here and do well. Uh, I think th- th- there's been a few, uh, uh, or I shouldn't say a few. There's been quite a, quite a good number of NA players uh, coming up I- in the scene at the moment, and I think that that's a good sign for the for the league. Um, but I I definitely think that there's still work to be done. Yeah. Yeah, it's gonna be a ways before we're really competitive with other regions with our new talent yeah uh, is there anything else on the power rankings that got really crazy uh, i think we eg is a little bit high but i still think that uh basically the the top five is still really close or maybe even all top six yeah. who made it in is it img that made it in IMT? No, it's oh, it was Dignitas. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah, yeah. Looking at them all, it looks like the top six are all kind of pretty close. Like I don't want to say uh, anybody could beat anybody, but they'll. De- I think if you lose one game to any team here, I'm not going to be shocked. Like that's entirely. It's, it's tight. Yeah. Yeah, I agree that I wouldn't say anyone could beat anyone, like guaranteed. But I do think that like it's a it's more close than we've seen in the past. Yeah. This is this is one of the like closer splits, like. Uh, what is it? Two games out of first? Is that is that where we're at? I think so. Oh, okay. It's three games top to bottom, uh, which is really tight. I think we had one other split where it was this tight, uh, but I think it was actually all eleven and seven, and the first place had fourteen wins. Uh, that <laughs> that was a tight fucking split, man. That was the like seven way tie or something for third place. Oh my god. I that I loved that day. That day was amazing. They played ten games that day. Oh my I would have hated to be on broadcast that day. I'd have been like, I wanna go home now. Go home. I've that's been it. here for five hours. Get me and out that, of here. And that's where they got the rule where they'll do anything over I think three games is uh the next day. Mm-hmm. Alright. Uh Let's, talk, let's get a little MVP talk in here. Who who do we all have as our uh, like top three MVP candidates right now? Okay. MVP candidate. Because uh, I think the next few weeks are rookie, coach of the split, and then MVP. Yeah. As they normally do. So top three pick. So let's see. Um, I think I throw Afro Moo into the conversation. I'd I put do... Dardock in over Afro Moo by yeah, a fucking I'd mile. Like... <laughs> I'm no, not saying so... Afro Moo's bad or not a gr- not yeah, an asset but... to his team, but like fucking Dardock has been so, going crazy. Sadly, I would say, sadly, I would say for his blabber. Don't oh. at, at me, nah, Dardock. Dardock definitely. I can't. I cannot deny his deny what he's been doing. It has been godlike. And then third, that's kind of tough. Because, I mean, shit, uh, there's really, there's some pretty good people out here. Hmm. No. I don't know. So, here's who I've been feeling. I've been feeling P.O.E., Dardock, 
and FBI. I feel like if you take uh, those three players off of their team, that team's like, like, and replace it with almost any other player in the league, that team just takes a fucking nosedive. Like, POE was speaker? Uh, yeah. I think POE's consistency is is better than Speaker's ability to steal barons and dragons that he sh- had no business stealing. Like, I look, luck luck is, counts for very little in my book. <laughs> I don't know, man. This, mm, did did he have it? If you do it every time, is it luck? No, no, and I may or may not have said that before, but uh, shut up. Uh, I mean, there's no such thing as luck in my book. So I mean, this this was like. Pure unadulterated skill. Look, if ever if the only way you can take objectives is the 50-50 for it and just hope you win every time, and even if you win every time, I still have to drink an entire gallon of fucking Pepto when you do it. I'm, I don't, I mean, I don't like, like it. Oh no, man. It's um odds do be hit in his favor most of those times. Matt, who are you feeling for your uh, MVP candidates? I have no fucking idea, man. Well, you're telling me it isn't Perks, uh, Blabber, and Zven, or, or uh, Core JJ? It's, um, I don't know, Core JJ is probably, let's be real, take Core JJ off that team, they probably get worse. But, yeah, I mean, <laughs> that's you take because Core JJ is fucking insane. Well, maybe not if you take tactical. Ooh. Yeah, I I don't know. I'm always bad at this shit. I don't like this question because I'm I'm shit at this. <laughs> well, you don't you don't you don't just keep a running tally of players you think are gods in your head. Mm. The thing is, like the split, since all the teams are really close, there's been so many performances that have been great from some team, front some players on particular teams, and some performances that have been particularly bad by some players on some teams. What does that mean? It's hard to pick out a standout player on each particular team because, well... Well, you can narrow it, it down by picking the standout players first and then narrowing it down from there. You well, just kind of ignore the ones that have been underperforming. Eh, it would be easy if there was like a team where you were like, all right, this is definitely the number one team and be there, and you can pick I mean, just that player from there. That's what people are trying to do with Blabber. I think they're fucking crazy and that Blabber is absolutely boosted and a very inconsistent player still, but, you know... That's just me. (laughs) I think Blabber's been working with what he has. I think he's definitely an MVP candidate. I think, well... He's definitely not boosted. That's definitely excessive. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) I think there are three junglers in this league who are better than him. That doesn't mean he's boosted. That means he's boosted. He's on the first place team. What do you think boosted means? He is ranked higher than he should be. I think... No. (laughs) I... I think fudge is boosted i agree I, oh no no fudge is more than just boosted let's get this straight fuck is de- this fuck. this man is on life support cloud nice the life support, okay that's what it is yeah. I, i'm gonna give you that but i think c9 without blabber is gonna be having a harder time i i, I think, think there's maybe put- some junglers that could fill his role like you could probably put um I mean, give us Dardock. I mean, give us Dardock. Dardock? He'll be able to fill it, most likely. Dark? Okay. Hopefully. Uh, Probably Dardock are closer. If you put the jungler from any other of the of the playoff teams on C9, they're a better team. That's what, that's what I think. Mm. 
I think almost every other jungler is more consistent, has a bigger champion pool, and has better uh, playmaking than Blabber. Blabber just seems to ha play two champions, uh, and if you take those champions off the table, he f he's forced onto something else, and he gets screwed. Mm. Uh, hmm. I think Blabber's displayed a decent enough champion pool. I mean, I mean, for this split, been dwindling, I guess. Well, yeah, well, he hasn't played. He hasn't. He hasn't shown that his cards that much when it comes to what champions he plays. Since he's only been playing mostly like, well, in the beginning it was like Talia. What? It, it was between Talia and Lilia most of the time in the beginning, and it was like a spread of champions. So he did Udir, Talia, um, Hecarim, Gragas. He did a couple. Not anything that's out of the ordinary, but he did a couple. I'm like, yeah. like, the dude can only really play Gragas, Olaf, and Hecarim. Everything else is like a full tier down. Don't forget about Don't forget about Talia when it was good. Yeah, but everybody could play Talia. It was broken. True. Still, like it was it, it was the Udir of the time, and I'm not really sure why it's gone down in priority. I don't know what they did. Yeah, I, I think I think it got nerfed. I'm pretty sure. So, so it I, got nerfed, and then also Udir came up, the one who's like, "Oh, did no, you?" No, have no. Well, that that Udir was still. It was no, there. At the no, time. there was a switch when uh, Chemtech got a change. Udir came. I think that's what did it. it might, yeah, it, might, it must have been Chemtech. Okay. It's that, and also it made the Udir into Lilia matchups super better. Um. Oh, they've nerfed around eleven three actually. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, yeah, I was like, I'm pretty sure they nerfed Lilia and leads to like, yeah, yeah, she's yeah. Dead. They gave her a twenty percent damage reduction on uh, her threaded volley chain shot. Yep, yep, that, that, yeah, that, that makes you for dead. Yeah, right that, that makes dead. <laughs> okay, well, uh, that's... all that uh, mystery. <laughs> let me see. Well, uh... Well, I, I'm, I'm just saying, this man this man is extremely overrated, and I don't think that he's, uh... He's really worth MVP candidate. Like, like I, I don't think he should ever be winning MVP when he can only play... When, it, when his champion pool feels this restricted all the time. And when you put him on something else and his mid laner's playing, like, anything... I shouldn't say it. Like, when his mid laner's playing Syndra, and he's playing... What was he playing that game? Was he playing Hecarim that game? He was uh, playing He was hard playing Hecarim. When he, when yeah. he gets a, a champion he's good at, and his mid laner picks Syndra, and for some reason they can't fucking work together... Like, I don't understand. Like, I, it's just such an easy fucking play. You're, like... And they just don't pull it off, and they just get pounded. I like. It doesn't make any sense to me. This he's very inconsistent. People will people will like rave about his pathing or whatever. It's just like that's. I don't feel like that's that hard. I feel like that's easy shit that most people should be able to do, and I don't see them screwing up that much. I've definitely seen some junglers absolutely screw their laners by pathing badly, but like, I I don't think that blabbers. Like Blabber being able to do it more consistently is necessarily a boon to him when he's just like I don't know he he just, he is such a small champion pool in my eyes mm. and honestly a small champion pool is a big problem in general it was TSM's problem with Hooney for a while wait yeah 
Yeah, I, I guess. I think in FA's Looney did some other things that were. Did Haymark? But anyways, uh, did Haymark give his three? Um, no. I was trying to think about it, but I'd have to say probably Core JJ, Core JJ Blabber, and then yeah, I guess I'd give a, uh, FBI it. Yeah, I think that's it. Does Core JJ? Core JJ doesn't have a single uh, player of the game. What? Does yeah. he not? Yeah. It, huh? It's all been going to Alfari and Santorin. They have 11 in between them. What? That's fucking wild. Wait, this is... Wait. Yo, he's that got scammed. He's got scammed. Tactical Wait. has won! Wait. Why? Ew. Maybe he had a pop-off this, game. He, he's probably... It had to be like a very good Samira game early on in the split. I'm pretty sure it was a Kaisa game, but anyways. Oh my god, that this man's got robbed. That that broad daylight robbery. Wait. I mean Alfari is a monster. Every time he, oh, yeah. he demolishes his lane by himself 80% of the time. Well, well true. That but is true. Geez. Well well, yes, I give you that. But Satorin? Santorin's got some pop-off games every once in a while. It's, well, then again, it's but, probably but, but, like but, but, Santorin over Core JJ. All right. I don't know. All right. We got we got playoffs coming up, mm -hmm. and yep. there are two honestly bigger issues than Fudge uh, with TL and a hundred thieves. Uh, let's start with Team Liquid. Uh, so Team Liquid have Tactical. Mm -hmm. Now, in the last two weeks, uh, Tactical has basically killed himself eight times. Mm -hmm. Uh-huh. So, how do we fix this? Um. If you're his coach, and you're going into playoffs like this, what do you say to Tactical? After this weekend, like it's 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 much. Stop! Money. That's what I say. That was please. Funny. Yeah, I know. Was the point. Um, <laughs> you see, the problem is that Jet did already say something to Tactical very early on, um, which was when he died one v one against a Katarina, and uh, what Jet said was that, "Oh, Tactical, it was great of you that you were being that aggressive." I forget actually what the enemy champion is. Probably it was not Katarina. It, no, it probably wasn't that. <laughs> no. But it was, he was like, it was great that you're being that aggressive, but your team needed to be there for you. Like, your team should have been there for you, was more so along the lines of what he was saying. So, Tactical has probably been playing with that in mind. And, uh, <laughs> I, I'm going to be honest. I don't think Jet said that. He yeah. said it. <laughs> wait, do, wait, were you watching their, like, uh, their docuseries thing? Um, yes, and Tactical was talking about how there was, like, a 1v1 where he, like, lost. This was a long time ago, so they probably tried to do something mm -hmm. to fix that. Like, this was during, like, lock-in tournaments, of course, when they were doing, um, sure. doing really well. And he was like, ah, I died 1v1 to this one champion. And Jack was like, it was good that you took the 1v1. It was great that you were being aggressive. Your team should have been there for you. And it was like, ah, so okay. Let's see. So so this weekend when he tries to duel Nico 
under top tier two and just yeah. gets absolutely popped. His team should have been there for him. Is that what you're telling yeah. me, Jet? Is that what you said to me? He yeah. said that at lock and don't know if he's flipped since. <laughs> he better so. have. Watching this man walk up to fucking mages, get CC'd, and then chain murdered. Like, uh. Yeah. That's I've, I've watched that clip from Doublet where he screams tactical like six times. It's been great. <laughs> I love watching it. Since just. Oh boy. There's. Mmm. Can't, repl can't replace him. That's number one. So. That's who's, out the book. Who's their academy? I don't even know. That's a good question. Uh, their academy is. Can I? Uh oh. Uh -oh. Team? Uh, uh oh. I don't think. He's... Oh no! Wait, wait. What? Uh, what? Fine. I'll type it in. Uh, it's yawn. 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 Yeah. That that's so weird. I I clicked on the academy team. It's giving me plays some plays of the like the actual team. I'm like of the main team. I'm like, what the? That's hmm. so. Yeah. yeah. Anyways, I'm gonna go with a problem. Probably not. Nah. <laughs> so yeah, that's like that's out the window. So it's either tactical. You wanna you wanna take the bitch route and um. Tactical can't play tri play uh what's your name? <laughs> he can't play Tristana anymore. Every time he plays Tristana, he yeah, gets, he like, he gets really, like yeah, really he's going on himself. Yeah, and he goes in. And gets popped. It's just like, dude. Your W is supposed to be used before you die, not as as the Cinder ults flying to your corpse. So, so me, nah. I, I think I think Tactical is feeling the double lift Cinder. Tactical also be like if, W, like he feels oh. as if he could beat this mid laner, and then he just gets exploded. This is the double lift syndrome. It's happening. <laughs> double lift syndrome. Am I wrong? It, it happens even it. once. Twice. Wait, I have to win twice. Wait. What was the second time? It was, it was Victor. What? What was the first time then? For, I swear you've done it twice. No, it's just that one clip where he, where they're about to go do Baron, and instead of doing Baron, he tries to duel Victor and gets popped. Sorry, it happened twice with the same, with the same character. No, the, same you shit. might be thinking of the he held Flash meme. Yeah, True. for next worlds. For next world. <laughs> Uh, Taking yeah. after his predecessor. All right. Now, yeah. the other team that's been having a problem, uh, 100 Thieves. We have DeMonte and Rayoma as our mid laner choices. And I'm not convinced that Rayoma is the pick. So, someone, g give me your pitch as to which player you think should be going in. Wow. I'll give you my pitch. Why is Ryoma the mid laner? DeMonte has proven that he's a good mid laner, he's a good fit for the team, and that he's willing to do he's willing to play for the team. The picks that he does are for the team. He's a great team player. Why are you ruining this chemistry with the rest of the team? Because as you, like you saw when they took Put a Rioma and said, Demonte, you don't know what the hell they were doing. They just got utterly slapped. Demonte, like, Demonte, like, the synergy with Demonte and Closer, 
they know what they're doing together. Even though there are some games where they're taking that out and then they have you know, some questionable questionable plays, but they know what they what what they need to do together. And I don't see that coming with like Rio and closer, and well, with the with the rest of the team. Um, I'm gonna say uh, that they probably wanted to give Brioma a chance just to see exactly what he's doing, but also just to give DeMonte a bit of time away to think about perhaps other picks or things that he could do with the team that might work out better. Um, we've seen on Golden Guardians um, how in playoffs they pulled an upset against TSM uh, by bringing out a Ziggs flick. Uh, a Ziggs pick randomly that they just didn't expect, which was able to provide a bit of global pressure and thr- just tossing the ultimate and just keeping those lanes managed. Did they win right? that game? Um, they would. They did. It was Golden Guardians uh, versus TSM, but it was playoffs from last split. I think they won uh, the series. Oh right, yeah, I remember. yeah. Okay, so. I think giving Rioma a bit of time and letting DeMonte like think of other things that he could do, because typically um, when you think of DeMonte, you don't really think standard picks or you think global picks, maybe the Galio, maybe the Twisted Fate. Those are um, both standard picks right now, just as an FYI. Galio's not that yeah. standard. Not, not as standard as they used to be in the Twisted LCS. Fate is a standard pick right You're now. You're right. Yes. yes. Twisted Fate is definitely. Um, but you know, I think if uh, they've spent time expanding his champion pool a bit or thinking of picks that are off meta but can work, I think it would have been time worth it putting Ryoma in. But I think they probably still go with uh, Demonte Because we've seen him um, take picks that are uh, able to go to side lanes like Fry's, and it wasn't as good. It was still a serviceable, but it wasn't as good as his classic choice. Demonte. Okay. I thought you yeah. said Rayoma was picking Rise, and I'm, I'm looking at his match history. No. <laughs> uh, yeah. Demonte took uh, Rise um, a bit early on in the split. Yeah, it was in uh, lock-in. Uh, so, <laughs> I think Demonte is entirely serviceable as a mid laner. I don't think... He was really the reason for their, like, I don't even want to call it a slump. Uh, because they were able to beat Dignitas with Demonte. Uh, but with Ryoma, they went 3-3. Three and three, But they were able to beat Golden Guardians, Immortals, and FlyQuest. Um, I don't see them having a problem beating those player or those teams with Demonte. Almost no matter what he picks. Like, I don't know why you th- why you would think Ryoma would be a better option here. But the champion pool looks really similar. Uh, outside of Azir and Silas and Lucian, uh, there's nothing on the champion list that uh, Ryoma plays that Demonte doesn't. I don't... Okay, I don't like the set pick for Demonte. I feel like set mid lane is, like, not really that great and it's playing for matchup and playing for matchup isn't a strong strategy these days uh normally you want to play for comp over matchup 
Uh, top lane is a little different, but especially in mid lane where you can basically opt out of the lane on a lot of champions. Like on Orianna, you can just opt out of playing lane. You can use all use your wave clear, clear it out. Well, just easy. But I just I just don't like I I see the point of letting him out to get new picks because it doesn't look like he's played a a game since. So that means he can just kind of go. Uh, and try to find some new picks to play, but I don't, I don't see him bringing out anything new. Uh, to play that is going to be strong enough. Now, I also don't think his champion pool was that limited, to be a big enough detriment. Because he has Zoe with a win. Uh, I just don't know why they're not picking it more unless they want it for specific compositions. Uh, he can play Orianna, which I don't feel is almost ever bad. Like I don't know. A bad comp for Oriana. <laughs> like, someone explained there, to me a bad composition for Oriana to play with or against. Like, I just don't, I don't know of one. Look, ah. there is none. That's the point. Like, I guess you can argue that you can ban out TF Galio and now he has to play basically boring Sinjur Oriana. Uh, but then they burn two bans on that. And now you get Hecarim or Udyr. And you should get Hecarim or Udyr out of that trade, like, without even trying. So, mm. I don't know. Do, do either of them have nerfs coming in for playoffs patch? I'm pretty sure playoffs no patch idea. is the current patch that we're playing on. I don't, I don't think there's a nerf that they're not playing with. Yeah. So, I just... No, I think it's just the only thing was the Udyr's um, Phoenix stance to prevent his clear from being as strong. Yeah, well, there's also a, a nerf to Azir soldiers doing less damage. Which brought him down a little bit. I think Silas actually should be getting more attention. And I don't see why uh, Demonte can't pick up Silas. It seems like it would be a good champion for him to play. If he wants to play uh, Set. Set and Silas actually have very similar play styles in lane. Mm -hmm. So definitely you should be looking at Silas. If he, wa if, if he wants champion suggestions. But <laughs> he's going to listen to me. <laughs> So yeah, put in Demonte, please, for the love of God. Yeah. yeah. I don't feel like Rayom is better. See? All right. We got two, count them, two playoff matches coming up this weekend. Let me get the predictions up on screen. That's last week's predictions. There they are. Now, we're going to start off with uh, TL versus TSM. And now Haymont... Let the bullying commence. Uh, you have picked Team Liquid, and all three of us have picked TSM. <laughs> oh my goodness. So, mm -hmm. Haymont, why do you think Team Liquid are going to take this series 3-1? to one? Um, I just think Team Liquid is just overall the better team. I think they've been struggling even with Tactical. Right, Lost has been looking like the better AD carry. He's been fitting and gelling with TSM a lot better recently. But I think that there's a lot of playmakers on Team Liquid who, and they don't necessarily need tactical as long as he's able to be a serviceful AD carry. I think that between Core JJ, Santorin, Alfari, you can find out a lot of different. You can find a lot of different team compositions that can work between the three, and of course Jensen um, being filler. He can play. Uh, Pretty much anything to a degree. Okay. 
So, uh, TSM are 2-0 over Team Liquid. And both those games were pretty convincing uh, for TSM, to be honest. Uh, I don't really see uh, a world where TSM lose bot lane in the in, in the way that Team Liquid's bot lane has been going. Uh, Tactical just basically has been chucking games all by himself, and I don't expect that to stop. Like, we've got a week. He didn't fix it in the last week. I don't, like, these problems don't typically just go away like that, and it's not like Tactical is playing overly aggressive in a way that is, okay, please stop flashing forward, Wild Turtle. It's in a way where he walks up to the borderline of a turret, tries to nuke out a mage, and then just gets popped for it. Like, he's not really playing that overly aggressive, so I think he'll just keep falling back into this over and over again until he can, like, really iron this out. So, I, I think on the bot lane alone, uh, TSM have a pretty large advantage, and the other three lanes seem decently close in general. Like, I don't think Santorin is that head and shoulders above Spica, and I don't think uh, Jensen is that head and shoulders above uh, PoE. I think top lane is probably the largest advantage uh, that Team Liquid can look to get uh, mm. against the TSM. Anybody else have some uh, reasons why TSM are going to win? <laughs> I mean, I, I think you summed it up pretty well. Yeah, I just think that the yeah, just, I mean, I, I'm not going to like TL, TL. He has some good, good looking points as well. But I mean, for me, I think it might be a close game, but TSM has it sadly. Uh, I think TSM drafting has been a little better too. Like it, it's always very hard to tell drafts because because. I don't get to watch them draft against uh, Team Liquid eighteen times. I get to watch them draft against everybody else eighteen times. But I think yes. they've, I, I think Wait. they've won draft against Team Liquid uh, every time. I can't remember the drafts uh, specifically, but I feel like the Team Liquid is play. They always do this where they play something very simple, very like basic. They don't, they don't have anything absolutely crazy. They're going for some standard bog standard League of Legends here. And you can always kind of like play uh, pick ban into that rather simply. So TSM just kind of like I I feel like they're predictable. I feel like Team Liquid is predictable, and TSM are gonna gonna route that. Okay, I mm, I think Team Liquid can be creative sometimes. Only sometimes. They only do it against lower teams. For example, you saw Jensen pull out Vygar, but he didn't pull it out into a matchup. <laughs> into a matchup. Wait, that was like meta. That was meta last year. That was meta last year and was famously a Niski pick. Famously. Oh my god. It tore through the LCS, but... um. Glacial augment, fuck you. You know, we haven't seen it recently and we haven't seen teams pull it out. So I think, you know, they can be creative sometimes. It's just a matter of when. And hopefully they'll be more creative during the series. Maybe. I look, hey, I'm on, I might have I might have felt for you more if you said three two, but you said three one, which means you, you expect TL to take a little bit of domination here. And I in no planet think Team Liquid are gonna be dominating this matchup. I'm not gonna say that TSM are going to absolutely dominate Team Liquid in every single game. 
but I definitely think T TSM are going to be in control. I, I, I don't I think if they drop a game, it'll because be because of either a botched uh a botched pick ban or like one botch play like they had against Dignitas. That's been how TSM loses games. But if they get in with a decent pick ban and a decent early game to come out even close to even, I think that they can do they can do it. And if they get a lead in the in the early to mid game, like that transition period, I feel like every game is a fucking lock for TSM in this meta. Um I think as long as Team Liquid doesn't get uh, baited by Alfari's champion pool, because sometimes that does happen where I'll be like, oh, I have a Gangplank. And then all of a sudden they pick something like a Cho'Gath, which should do badly into the matchup, but for some reason manages to make it through lane. Well, right? because or he's a tank. <laughs> yeah. His goal is to buy Chemtech, run at your AD carry, and munch. Or Kennen, which famously Alfari pick. Very good, except that somehow, once again, I forget which other champion makes it out of lane again. And Kennen looks useless. Um, I mean, most champions make it out of lane against Kennen. Kennen's his poke's kind of bad right now. He can't really uh, trade too well. Uh, especially not... with uh, Stridebreaker giving all the bruisers a quick dash. Mm hmm. Mm hmm. So, right. uh, you got more? Yeah, as long as they're not baited by Alfari's champion pool and picks like a pretty nice team composition. Okay. We got one more matchup this weekend. Nah, it has been a unanimous call for Cloud9 in the Hunt of Thieves versus Cloud9 matchup. Now, Haymont has some confidence in Cloud9 going 3-0 here. Matt, not so much. Uh, I never call 3-0s. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right, but you did call I mean, it a yeah. three right. two, which means you think this is pretty close. Now, can I take yeah, this it as means you? I'm hedging my bets. <laughs> can I take this as you uh, buying into the downward slope that they kind of left off on? No, this is me going. Eh, everyone else picked three one. I never called three O's. I'm gonna call three two just for spice, just to switch it up so we don't have you, me, and Dion all with three ones. That's honestly the thought process. <laughs> oh my god. Hey, the the analyst desk had all three people on it have the exact same picks for day, for the Take last it. day. Yeah. <laughs> Fucking uh, what's uh, Dash was losing his mind. He's like, you know, last time this happened, I picked the counter all of it. I didn't go so well, so I'm not gonna do that again. Uh, yeah. <laughs> so you know I what, Matt? That. I don't think this is gonna go so well. I think it's going to be closer to Haymont being right. I put down. Oh no, me too. But we don't go by fucking individual <laughs> matches. <laughs> We go by, like, just total winner on this show, so I, I mean, literally no consequences. I, I do go by total, by individual matches. If you get the, the score right, I'd make it yellow. <laughs> and nobody else but us sees it. Nifty. Yeah. But I mean, I mean, I, 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 I admire your, your, your faith in, in us, Hema. I admire it. <laughs> I just, I just feel it. I'm sadly, I just feel it like, this is going to be that one game. So it's just going to be like, just one game, guys. No, it's not going to be sorry. It's going to be perks. Just one game, <laughs> yeah. guys. Okay. Perks okay. and flash picks and dumb game. shit, and then they just go right to the Nexus. And I don't mean to it's, kill it. It's going to be like 20 minutes. Okay, wrap it up. Uh, Go next, go next, go next. Okay. They just surrender. <laughs> like, They're going to lane yeah. swap. They're going to lane swap perks into jungle. Or no, no, they're gonna have a tactical oh. mid lane. Perks AD carry. No, they're gonna put Vulcan tactical mid lane. Mid lane? Perks tactical AD carry. Blabber support. 
Fudge oh ADC. That's what's gonna happen. Sven top. C9 go up two games, and they 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 just they just pick some random shit. Yeah, I don't. Have I, I can feel. The, I can like definitely feel that. <laughs> I can't. Okay, I'm joking. There's no fucking way they've role swapped in this fucking okay. series. Like they, 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 won't so they have a guy from G2. There's a real G. Yes, they have two guys from Wait, G2. Was it EG? EG fucking lane swapped Jazuke and Impact. Once again, yeah, right? They did. Why? They did. The, they, did they lose that game? No, I think they had yes. to scum it out. No, they lost that game. They lost no, that game. They scummed it out. I thought. No, 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 no. I'm pretty sure they lost. No, 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 no. TL won that. <laughs> oh, I was against TL. Yes. Oh, right. I remember losing my shit because Jensen locked in fucking Ari, and I'm like, you, you are so such a non-factor in this game, Jensen. What the hell? He could have not been there and just been a, like a farm funnel, like this thing that just sucks up the minions in a lane that moves around, and that's it. That's all he fucking did. Oh my god, that pick was so dumb. Please don't yeah. pick that again. Yeah. Oh my god. So yeah. Um. Yeah, we don't have a lot of faith in a hundred thieves to win this series. Uh. Yeah, I'm no. not gonna lie. Yeah. The only way not I that. see them getting second. I don't like. Look, if they can't win this series, I'm not. I'm gonna say they can't get second. Like, like just straight up. I I think anybody who falls into the bottom bracket, basically, will not finish second. It's it's down to like. Yeah. Look, whoever wins TSM versus TL and then C9, they're going to be the top two. Like, that's it. Oh, yeah. Without a doubt. Yeah. Every, everyone Under else that. doesn't matter, especially CLG. Mm -hmm. It's kind of sad, but true. God, yeah, it's, it's, true. it's real sad. I, it's, I, as much as we say it's really close, I like. I think we're really convinced on TL, TSM, and C9 being... like, like the, We're in the, playoffs. The, it's inevitable. Yeah. Mm -hmm. But also, like, 100 Thieves, uh, even when they were formerly Golden Guardians, like before from Golden Guardians, um, unless they were playing Comfort or something that they had practiced a while, it seems that they don't know how to navigate the late game. And I definitely think that C9 is a team that has a second gear who can definitely drag you to a full 40-minute slugfest. And I think, basically, if C9 drags any of those games, any of the early games to that full 40-minute slugfest, I think 100 Thieves goes boom. I mean, a hundred these are used to win by going late. Like they'd always pl play for late scaling, I, well, the Garden Guardians too. Uh, but I also think C nine are going to be good at that. I don't think that late game is their weak point. I think mm -hmm. that mid game is their weak point, and being able to leverage whatever lead they could have gotten is where they end up stumbling a lot. And not to say mm -hmm. that they throw leads, uh, because I do think they struggle to get those leads. But like that. In the mid game is where they can't convert. If they ha if they don't have a lead going into mid game, I think C9 is gonna lose. Uh, whatever game against, I shouldn't say any team, but like any of these top four teams we're looking at right here, they, they'd lose. What's C9's record against 100 Thieves? It's gotta be two zero. Yeah, it's two zero. All right, Matt. I think I'm out of topics. Damn, you want to take us home? Yeah, I think that'll do it for us this week on the Legendary League of Legends podcast. You can catch us live Mondays at 8 p.m. Eastern on twitch.tv slash nc2k11. You can catch the VOD on my YouTube channel, Legendary Podcast, and you can catch the audio podcast version wherever you get your podcasts. Have a nice day. Um, right.